Yo, yo, Bottom Line is back with another episode. It's your boy Jalen as as the host with my co-host, uh, Steezy. This has been the first episode since All-Star Break. The worst, I ain't gonna say worst All-Star Break ever, but dunk contest is terrible. Like, shit the fan real quick. And don't, don't know what to say. We ain't gonna speak too much about that. Because that, 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 that dunk contest was the probably worst in history. They, they, they shouldn't even allow reruns, reruns of that show. Go on uh, and say that. That Cole Anthony's dunk was the best. <laughs> Obi Top, uh, Obi Top, Obi Toppin did not flush his dunks hard enough. Like it, he, he kind of had like a weak, like you know, weak little flush. And I mean, his dunks were cool, but I'm like, and I get, I get Cole Anthony's took like an eternity to, to finally happen that first dunk, and he took him a couple tries, but the motherfucker dunked the Tims. Shit, like, took him. Shit, took him two minutes to tie shoes. I know it did, but <laughs> hey, he dunked the Tims though. Uh. Oh, 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 I was about to ask you. Um, since all star break, man, how you been feeling about the Grizzlies? They played what three games, two games? Um, well, our first game back, I it was uh, it was awful. I was, I was, I was in a down bad state after that game because we had 26, <laughs> 26 offensive rebounds. We still, we lost. Uh, D'Lo had the game of his life. Scoring twenty three points in the fourth quarter, and then we let Pat Beverly talk trash at the end of the game. So, pretty painful <laughs> first game. And Pat Bev, I don't want to hear it, bro. You're the Eli Apple of the NBA. Like I, 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 I don't want to hear it. I feel like Eli, Eli Apple and Pat Bev got a lot in common, and and Pat Bev talks a lot of shit to not back it up. I mean, Pat Bev is good at defense, though. Yeah, he is. Like I'm telling you, if we kept if we kept him on our team, I would have loved him for sure, but. <laughs> You know, he's on my team, and he's talking shit back. So now he's on my hate list with, with Andre Iguodala. If you know, you know. But uh, our last game, though, last night against the Bulls, I get the Bulls don't beat any uh, good teams because it's like, it's like something they're allergic to. And yeah, I'll say DeRozan, I mean, DeRozan still had 30-plus, but it was not a DeMar DeRozan-type game. Like, he wasn't really just in control. Uh, he had a very slow start. We were, we really like it, we weren't we weren't really playing good that game though. I felt like it was just a John Morant uh, Stephen Adams show, and you know John Morant gets his season career high with forty six, takes over, and we end up we end up winning the game. Uh, we 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 were we should have won. I feel like we should have won the game by more. We kind of started choking at the end. It was a close game, but overall we holded it down and we got the win. So I'm feeling I'm feeling good because at fun facts, nine of our next ten games is against teams under five hundred. <clears throat> Our one game not against a team that's not under 500 is your Celtics on, on TNT, actually. Thank, thanks to the Celtics, you know, giving us that that big market privilege so we can get on, on national television. Um, that's a great, that's a great thing to have. But yeah, I've I'm, I'm been feeling I've been feeling good. About the Celtics, what, 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 what have we played? Three games in four days. Um, I don't know a lot we lost today. Yeah, y'all yeah, played today? I didn't know if y'all played today. Yeah, we played today. We played. We we lost to the um, the um, Pacers. Oh, for some reason, my mind was in the Pistons. Oh, percent, percent. I forgot. Oh. Uh, yeah, we 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 lost to the Pacers, but we did. But before this, we did beat the Nets. Um, smoked them on national television again. We did that like a little bit before <laughs> our break. Uh, we also beat the Pistons, which for some reason the Pistons just giving us problems this year. Uh. You know, I I think out of our last ten, we're what like eight and two. Uh, but you know, since the off the break, we've been playing well. Today, today was kind of like a uh, today was kind of like uh, 
a sluggish, slow game. But I mean, that happens sometimes in the NBA, you know, especially when you're playing three games in four days. And I believe all of them were on the road. Um, so, yeah, you know, this stuff is just bound to happen. Yeah, it sounds rough. Three to three games in four days. Pa- hey, Pacers. I mean, they 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 have a different team now after after all after uh, All Star break and trade deadline. They're a fun team to watch. Like, I didn't think I, I didn't think I I thought it's gonna take a couple free, couple years for me to go say the the Pacers are a fun team to watch, but like they you know, they turned that around real quick. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, they got Tyrese now. I got Buddy Heal. Got O'Shea Brissett. Just you know, the Celtic killer out there. Um. You know, just a little bit more fun team, a little, a little bit more flashy. Yeah, like I, I wonder what the Kings are doing. I, I really have no idea. Um, I get the Kings. I, guys, I mean, I mean, bonus. it's still not gonna make me watch King games. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> right, right now, they point guard out here scamming people. So, what do you mean he's scamming people? What, what, what you, you, you didn't see that with the whole NFT stuff? <laughs> oh no, no, yeah, I did. Yeah, Damn. he out there scamming. He out there scamming people. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I did see that. <laughs> Man, he should, he he might he might as well be go playing Detroit with his camera ass. But <laughs> we, I have not watched uh, no Kings games. I haven't I don't even think they're I like I, I thought they were gonna get a, a play. I thought they were probably gonna make the play in what's the bonus. I don't think they're gonna do it anymore. <laughs> like it just doesn't it doesn't give me that that feel. The Blazers, the Blazers, I feel like the Blazers have the better chance with Simon's leading their team and having no nerd kitch and having Justice Winslow in your starting lineup. Feels like a better chance of the Kings right now. But I don't know. Speaking of the Blazers, um, a player that recently traded that from there was CJ McCullum. CJ McCullum went on, I believe, it was inside the NBA on, on TNT during the All Star game, or before a little bit before All Star game, or, or, or maybe it was for the slam, like the the whole slam dunk three point contest went on. Um, but he basically was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I've talked to Zion, but I talked to people in his camp, blah blah blah," and you know, Zion got some. Uh, pushback from it because it was like, oh, were you being a bad teammate? Even JJ Reddick came out on first take and was like, well, he's a detached teammate. If I'm not mistaken, that's what he said. Um, if, if he didn't say that, the, the, that, that was kind of like the 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 uh, the point of what he was saying. Like, he's a detached teammate. He is in like, you know, the, the the teammate that texts you once you get traded, say what's up, oh, happy to have you on the team type stuff. Um, I don't know how I feel about that because I'm like, because uh, I was like, you probably should like, like in my opinion, like when players get traded, you know, I would think like m- m- most players, especially when you're supposed to be, you know, the franchise player of the team, as I am uh, Williamson, that you know, you're, you're supposed to hit up a guy like CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum just ain't no uh, throw in away, you know, bum in the trade package. No, he he he's <laughs> he is the trade package for y'all. Uh, he ain't no. Bob Smith Jr. just sitting on the end of the bench. Now I don't know if that's a real player or not, but I'm pretty sure it's not. Just just made up a name on the go. Uh, but you know, you, you probably don't want to say you know, oh, you, oh, you welcome to the team because you know he won't be on the team for long. But you know, a guy like CJ McCollum that's coming in, putting up All Star like uh, numbers now. Uh, had an All Star season last year, wasn't named All Star. But you know, a top fifty player. You probably want to say, you know, oh, you're happy to have you on the team. Uh, let, let's go. Let's do work. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Can't wait till I'm back to play with you. Something like that. You know, it just. Because to me, you know, that's when like 
the, the like some leaders just supposed to do that. Like I'm pretty sure, you know, the best player on the best team probably text each other, like, you know, when a player gets traded to their team, like, you know, oh, oh let's eat, let's work. Uh come on, let's cook on the court together. Something like that. So yeah, that uh, news just like kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, you know, as as supposedly the franchise player, you just you just supposed to reach out. In my opinion, he recently did uh, because he posted because <laughs> after JJ Ray, you know, got on, he 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 started posting on uh, his story on IG uh, of of uh, him passing to his teammates. I believe that pass was to Devontae Graham, if I'm not mistaken, or somebody like that. I'm I'm really not too sure. Um, and then he posts like a, him a, a a picture of him and like two other teammates p- picking him up from off the ground and everything. So, uh, Steve, how do you feel about that news when CJ McCollum said that? Yeah, it, feel, it feels like it feels odd that 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 took that long because like yeah, CJ McCollum is is a bigger name that the Pelicans brought in, and I would think that CJ McCollum might like I don't I don't know how what his features like with the Pelicans, but I wouldn't be surprised if Pelicans wanted for month, you know. Part of the future, I guess, if they, you know, building with Zion and all that. So I think Zion would like, you know, want to go reach out. But also, Zion's kind of going through some shit right now because, <laughs> like, it's like he's not in like the best. I, I, I wouldn't say he's probably not even in the best state of mind right now. When you, when you're, you know, dealing with this injury, you're trying to recover, get back on the court, and then like, dude's getting slandered twenty four seven. Uh, it's just not. It, he's probably he's probably doesn't have the, the. He's probably not in the best time right now. Um, so. I, I I was I even though he hasn't talked to him yet, it was probably he probably had plans to go talk, you know, to finally talk to him eventually. Uh, yeah. I just don't know because I, 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 sure I just personally I just personally don't know what's going on. Yeah, I just personally don't know what's going on with Zion. Like he's just kind of a weird story. Nobody right knows what's going on with Zion. Like like it was like he's injured. Uh, we had the whole press conference thing where you know he talked about his foot because because I believe that's when everybody found out about his foot. And then it was like during the season, oh, he's supposed to come back. He's injured. I was supposed to come back later on. Oh, he had a setback, and that was just like a couple weeks ago that that was announced. So, this whole season is a weird resign. Yeah, like it's been very up and down for him. More actually, very down. It's <laughs> uh, not really any ups. And yeah, I hope I hope everything will be good with him. Uh, I I know for sure once like Zion getting a shit ton of hate and stuff. Once Bro comes back on the court, he's going to dominate. Um, that's just how he is. But I would I would say though his future with the Pelicans is looking a little iffy now, like don't know how that's I don't know how that's gonna that's gonna be because I you remember already last season there was a stuff coming out that his family's unhappy about him about his yeah his, where his right family was camp one or two yeah like 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 uh, uh they they don't want him to be in New Orleans or something like that they want him in a big market like New York or something and now he can't stay healthy Boston. um. So I know there's like some frustration there, and I, I we're talking about before stream, you know, because I sent you a video yesterday about like the city of New Orleans like having like a parade and they had like a float of like a fat zombie <clears throat> saying one time, and I was like, I was like, bro, this is lame. Like, I don't care if they're not pel, I don't care if they ain't Pelican fans. This is the city. You y'all, y'all should know better than going and slandering you're the star player to your basketball team. Um, which is already, which is, who's already in like kind of a, uh, I like a just like an odd situation right now with the with the franchise itself. So, yeah, like, I, I, I'm I'm interested to see what's gonna go on. It's kind of like it's just kind of a a bad uh, situation. 
what that that's that really like yeah people could say this could happen this could they, they saw this stuff coming but I, I can't say i saw this coming so early in his career um, i didn't either like, like and, and it never recently reported five days ago per bleach report um and a couple other websites that cj mccomb said that i reached out and i don't know how true that is he he said he might just say that to you know clear up you know all this the 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 smoke that's going around, uh, but also could be true. I mean, I can only take t- take take what he said uh, to 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 say that it's true because I mean I'm not a part of a group chat. I'm not a part. Are they the? It's more true than not true in in my brain. Uh, but yeah, this stuff been going on like you know with his injury and everything. What you you were saying, it, you wouldn't expect this to go on this early in his career, especially with the player like you thought he was going to be, or not that you thought, but everybody thought he was going to be like this number one draft pick, um, star to the player. You, you know, like Zion was like the perfect. He felt the Pelicans fell into the perfect position with Zion. They just got rid of AD, and they landed Zion. Literally, like it, it, they got rid of AD. Uh, what a a week maybe two before they got Zion or maybe it was like after they got Zion so it was like they fell into the perfect position now you almost out of that position because I don't know he might be traded if 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 like the stuff keeps going on it's crazy Pelicans keep landing these players like that and it just ends up at some point in the career where like they just have to get it just gets to the point where they're gonna get traded like you get a you got a point guard like Chris Paul eventually he had to go get traded um Anthony Davis point guard like Austin Rivers <laughs> you got you got Anthony <laughs> Davis, top seventy five Anthony Davis. By the way, um, two top seventy five like, by Chris Paul, and, and yeah, like two top seventy fives. Both of them kind of eventually get traded, and now you got Zion, who, uh, look, he hasn't got to play that much in his career, but when he has got to play, we already see him make an all star appearance. And the dude, the dude, the dude, we already know the dude's gonna ball no matter what. Uh, injury, his injury issues is something very questionable, you know, like that's, 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 that's something that the Pelicans probably knew. They knew about when they had to go draft him. We knew injuries might have been an issue. Um, it's just been, it's just been really bad um, so, so far in his career. But, all, but like this early, we already got frustration. Like, um, and I, I, maybe it's, maybe it's going to clear off. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I just, it just kind of, it just kind of blows my mind already. That's like that fast, but I hope, I hope everything will be goes on. I know the Pelicans are going to do everything they can in their way to, you know, make Zion happy where he's at. Maybe bringing in a guy like CJ McCollum is, is something like the, is something that's a, a good place to start because CJ McCollum has been playing out of his mind so far with the Pelicans. And yeah. And it's like, it, it, like, and because, and, and like, you know, it just adds to, you know, if I'm Zion, it's like, I won't make the playoffs now because CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, and me. Like that, 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 that must equal playoffs and Valentinus. That must equal play and Herb Jones. Like that, that equals at least playing, at least. Like, yeah, should be, there should be playoffs right there. Uh, and then you just like, keep I would want to be fired up to play. Hey, like I don't know. Like, like I want to see him on the court with CJ and Herb Jones and Brandon Ingram and, and uh, Valentinus. You know, Valentino is a free agent at the end of the season, so I don't know. What happened? What he, happened he, to uh, the was it was Troy Murphy? Troy Murphy? What happened to that dude? He was it? Wasn't he? Wasn't he a guy on the Pelicans? Oh, by the way, Murphy. He hasn't been good as well. I expect. Yeah, like I like to play on Virginia, but by the way, I I did tell you something like this. You didn't agree with me. 
I said I still think Jackson Hayes can have a lot of potential. Um, and I think he still can become something nice. <laughs> they moved yeah, they moved to the power that. forward and he's been doing he's been doing amazing. He's been doing really good. Like he and, and to me it, to me when it comes to Jackson Hayes, I feel like he needs a good mentor. Um when it comes to, you know, kind of growing as a player. And low key, like if I was thinking of a center like I mean, I don't know, I always thought like imagine like Jackson Hayes next to like like learning from a guy like, I don't know, Clint Capella. He might turn into something pretty nice. Like he he still has he I still think he has a lot of potential. Um, but but so far he's moved to the four and it's been looking really good. So shout out to Jackson Hayes. He might even be he might still have some 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 in him to keep growing. Uh, I want to ask you a question, Steve. Yeah. Um, the Pelicans are currently eleventh in the Western Conference standing. So the Rise out to play in. Do you know how many games back they are? Wait, wait, okay. Um, how many games back they are in the plan? Yeah, for from from the plan. So how many games they need to 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 win right now to be in a play? Like like let's say it's two more games left. How many? Let's say the Trailblazers lose both of those games, and or let's say it's like five more games left. The Trailblazers lose all of those games, and the Pelicans lose all uh, win all of those games. Like. You no, know, how 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 many games do they have to win right now to jump the the Trailblazers? I would say it's really close, half a game. Ah, one half games. Okay, because I know it's close. I remember it was really close. Um, coming into the uh, All Star break, so I was like, and or even the deadline, because I remember like the Kings are right there, the Blazers are right there, Pelicans <clears throat> are right there. So, yeah, it's it, it's gonna it's, it's gonna be a fun to see how that plays out uh, with the play in the West. I think we're going to see it. I really do yeah, think we're going to see a team that's, we're going to see a team that's probably not really doesn't belong. I don't, I don't know. Like the if the Blazers make the plan, they probably shouldn't. Like the Blazers, my the Blazers are one of those teams. Like I feel like what they did the deadline was kind of just like the you know blow it up and become really garbage. Yeah, um, they 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 asked thought they were going to be garbage. And Anthony Simon said, "Listen here, on plan on being garbage, you at least making the plan." When then there, when then there's another there's another situation of a team like the Sacramento Kings who are in. Hey, if we don't make the playoffs this year, we're or play in at least. Like like this is this is this is very this is very embarrassing. This is really damn bad. So you know what they said we're going to do? Trade our trade trade our future our the future of our team and Tyrese Halliburton. And go get a guy like Sabonis, which I'm not saying is a bad player. Sabonis is the best player in the trade currently. Um, just not down the right line. now. The Kings are four games back. That's not good. Four like, and a half games that, back. You make They're that trade. The and Pelicans. You make that trade, thinking you're going to make this push, right? And like, they, this is the, they fell back so far on that push. I think they lost their last game. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, I remember. I, I just know it hasn't been the greatest so far. Like, you remember the first game they played with each other, Sabonis and Fox looked so good. And I'm like, yeah, it's just yeah. Not it's not Everybody was like, oh, yeah, that's just what Fox needed. Done. <laughs> really? When on <laughs> well, the back to be in the Kings. When they really needed to trade Fox for, for Sabonis. And then have, the, have Sabonis and Halbert for future. But I don't know. That's just what I think. I'm not, I'm not a general manager. I'm, so my opinion is, is nothing, I guess, to the Sacramento Kings. But, um, it's it, it's not the prettiest. Like it, it was a it was a move. Like oh, we gotta pull the trigger because we gotta get in the play. We gotta get at least in the plan. I don't know. I still this. I just still hate hate that trade. But yeah. 
Um, I, I'm another team that's been balling since you know the All Star weekend is ended and the trade deadline is ended. Uh, and they got a new teammate on the court now are the Sixers, James Harden, and Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey are the big three. Like you know, they're just a new big three at this point. Um, I believe they each had 25 points in the first game, and they had like what like 80 something points combined, like like um 89 points combined this game today which we're recording is on sunday the 27th um for everybody out there that's listening like i like i didn't watch today's game because illinois was on during the game and of course i'm watching Illinois game over uh sixers and knicks game uh but from i watched some of the highlights and of course i can tell you everything uh but usually i go to like the nba.com and i watch you know the little the, the, like whenever you click on the little stats to just show you uh like if i click on Shot attempts, then it will show me every James Harden shot attempt. If I click on steals, it'll show me every James Harden steal. Um, like, usually I watch that uh, to, to, to see more. And I'm like, bro, they're, they're dangerous. And James Harden was moving without the ball for the first time in almost since he was a six man. He's <laughs> moving without the ball. Like, usually he's the one that's dribbling, sitting in the hash if he didn't have the ball. He's moving. Like I'm, I'm, I'm so surprised. I'm like, bro, he would add a new element to this team if if he keeps continues to move without the ball. Like, I am excited to to watch this big three. So, or I mean, I don't want to say it's a big three, but I'm excited to watch the the uh, the uh, dynamic duo <laughs> featuring Tyrese Max. Look, I I don't care. I was, I was about to say that the Sixers have a big three. Tyrese Maxey's made it a big three. I don't care what anyone says. Tyrese Maxey's going to be. He's, He's gonna push up to that. To, he he's already. I feel like he's already pushed up to that point. Um, he's. I think out of any player in the NBA, he's had the most improvement when it comes to points per game. I think he's up like nine uh, from last yeah, season. Yeah, I believe he's up by like nine points. They scored combined eighty-seven today. Like, come on now. <laughs> that is big three. That is big three like numbers. Uh, yeah. To me, that's a big three. Like I. I don't know. I, see, I can call it a big three just because I know Tyrese Maxey won't won't be like. That type of score every night, and I mean, usually the third well, person, yeah, out out of the big three, will always score the, le- the least amount of points. Uh, but I just don't think he will be like the consistent third option on the team to be the big three. It's just he's done, man. He's done his thing though. Um, this this, this so I, I'm I'm cool saying Tyrese Maxey is can can make this a big three. He already got the big the big boys in Embiid and Harden. It just it's just a matter of time when Max gets to that point, uh, but the team itself, God, it, it looks it looks way better than I thought, honestly. So for yeah, the first for the first two games, um, because you know when the trade happened, we were saying Nets won. Uh, it was a win win, but Nets won. Uh, they got the they got the better side of these, and I can't say that they haven't yet because we haven't watched Simmons on the on the Nets. Um, he just hasn't got to play. He's dealing with like some soreness. It said he's probably should be playing soon, right? Yeah, back soreness. If I'm not mistake, if I'm mistaken. I mean, I hope he's playing soon. He he was he was expecting to play on the tenth. Whenever you know the Sixers and the Nets play, and they're at and they're in Philadelphia. Um, but I don't know if that's going to happen now because I believe it it was back soreness or something like that. Uh, that he's out with. So I don't know if he's going to play now. And even even without Simmons and KD, last night I watched the. The Bucks have a really, or the Nets have a really good game, and two players that put an impact out there was Steph Curry and Andre Drummond, who were the two th- guys that got up into that trade with the first round pick. Um, 
So I, I'm I'm ready to see Ben Simmons play basketball because I haven't watched him play basketball in so long. It's crazy because you know, literally, literally he's he's all he's all like basketball fans were talking about for the last year or so, and he just literally doesn't play. Um, yeah, like like when it was like no news coming out for the NBA, Ben, ben Simmons yeah. was the news because he was just creating and it's just some new stuff every day. Whether it's coming to practice and not participating, just having his phone out or or whatever. Yeah, but like, I can't wait to watch them play. But you know, back to Harden, like. Uh, I even even a beat said after his first game, like he's never he's never felt so open. Like, um, <laughs> I bet. Like, I mean, second best player always had to have a, always was in the post, and he would refuse to shoot. So, like it, this, Embiid, this has got to be the biggest sour relief for Embiid ever. He's he is he's he's probably the happiest he's he's ever been in his career. He got like Harden's really created something different over there uh, with him and. I mean, t- today, like, and B had like twenty-seven free throws today. Just, just yeah, straight up, they, they both had like a ridiculous amount of free throws. Like, people were like saying that it was, it was, it was too crazy. Like, 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 uh, NBA needs to do something about this. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. The first two games has been, it's been ridiculous with these two. Um, and like I said, more, way more than I expected. Uh, this is this is the, like obviously I thought this was a good trade. This is the you know the score that the Sixers wanted this perimeter score like Harden and don't get and I like I swear why do people still think Harden's a ball hog? Like it, it doesn't make sense. I don't know. Like yeah, he, he really that. averaged multi, like he averaged double he averaged double, double digit assists for like multiple years if I'm not mistaken. He had 16 assists today. Like <laughs> I don't I don't know why I keep seeing stuff about Harden being. <laughs> A ball hog, like stop it. It's, it that 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 is old news. I even think I even think Colin Harden a bad defender is old news because he's not that bad. He's not. He's not. Yeah, great. that's why I was surprised. I was, uh, man. Look, listen, look, look, look. I was because uh, I was saying he was he wasn't a good defender, but he wasn't a bad defender. Uh, one day, and I was in uh KT's chat. This when he was streaming on Twitch, and I remember I was just getting roasted people because. Because people was like, oh, James Harden is terrible on defense. Blah, blah. You know, and they're bringing up all these clips from 2015. You know, when he was just lying defenders of the past. Right. And he was just like, just swapping at the back of him. I'm like, he's a good, he's he's not a bad defender now. But he ain't no good defender. But he's at least a serviceable defender. Like, yeah. he, he ain't I, no statue anymore. I feel like people keep thinking about the old Harden. Like, yeah, Harden out of point in his career was a bad defender. Not no more. <laughs> like if I watch him now, like he's been he's he's been a solid defender. Um, was he a ball hog one point on his court? Of course. Now, no, he's not a ball hog. And and even another debate that that I see about Harden is that he's washed. Oh my god! Like is that that's got to be one of the that was like one of the worst debates I saw this year. And he's completely put that one like just at, like out and um. Because a lot of people were saying that he couldn't, because it was because he couldn't go to the free throw line. I was talking about how he couldn't get to the free throw line start of the year. And he's obviously turned yeah, that, yeah. that up. Like he's just turned you around. Remember you talking about that? And, and, you remember you talking about that? And, and uh, that day he had like eighteen free throws. Yeah, like the first half. <laughs> like, yeah, it's how it is. Like he's completely turned that around, and he's finally he's starting to get to the. He's gotten to the free throw line a lot. <laughs> uh, man, like I don't know. Like so far, it, it's been it's just been an amazing duo. Big three in in quotations, um. So I, I I'm I'm excited to watch this for the rest of the season. The Sixers are obviously to me a finals contender. I like people have to you know 
respect that. And yeah, like you got. I, I t- well, I don't know. Do you think he'll be the best center in the, in the NBA? Because he's arguably, he, he's obviously arguable for best defender. I mean, best center in the NBA, but I mean, I mean, I think it's a toss up. Like you, you gonna take Jokic or Joel and be like, yeah, it's like, but you got you got arguably the best center in in, in in the NBA, and then you got to add a harder next to him, which is a, which is a kind which is a type of player that was like fair needed for Sixers. Yeah, like <coughs> they're yeah. they're starting to look scary. By everybody gonna please, by everybody gonna say Jokic or Embiid, except for Jazz fans, they gonna say Rudy Gobert. <laughs> uh, but as we alluded to earlier, Ben Simmons. Uh, we're not talking about Ben Simmons. We're talking about his teammate now, which we haven't seen him play with. It was Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving dropped thirty-eight against the Bucks uh, on Saturday, Saturday night, and you know people were like excited because. The, the, you know, most NBA fans, including me, thought, you know, we were going to see this every game because, oh, well, they lift in the mandate, da da da. You know, and and the the and the mandate lift starts uh, March 7th for New York City. And, well, we were all bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. Why? Because what we didn't know was that, yes, New York is lifting the mandate, but there's, they, they still have a rule in place to where Kyrie Irving still won't be able to play home games, but he will. Um, he will. He will be allowed in the stadium. Uh, he will be allowed courtside to sit with the teams or sit with the team. Uh, and you know, I, I was, I was actually kind of like sad when I saw the news. I'm like, really? Like he's still not going to be able to 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 play? Uh. I believe it's, uh, yeah, it's because of the private sector is what it is, I believe it's called, and I don't really know what the private sector really is, but basically he's he still he still can't play home games. He's still gonna play like away games. I was kind of sad when I saw that news. The certain news like I like it, man. It's like because I was thinking about it when I was watching that buzz game. I'm like, man, I, I please got you. Can we, can we please put the mandate on, on Kyrie? I just like just let him play all these games. I don't want to have to wait, wait, wait for Nets home games to watch Kyrie because I was like, because I haven't watched, I haven't watched Kyrie too many times this season. I was, and I was in it. Well, like I, actually, I sit down and watch him against the Bucks. I was like, yeah, it just this feels good to watch Kyrie play basketball. Um, I was really, I really was hoping that I like because I didn't see that news today. I just, I was like, it like completely passed me. I didn't see that news. And, um, per, per the athletic. Per the athletic, it said New York City's COVID numbers continue to go down so long as our our, our our indicators show a low level of risk. We see no surprises this week on Monday, March 7th. We will also remove the vaccination requirements for key to New York City, meaning indoor dining, fitness and entertainment venues. Um, Adams said on social media, so I'm guessing that's Adams as in like somebody that's in, uh, um, Eric Adams, the mayor. Eric Adams. And he says we're also we're taking this week to give business owners the time to adapt while we monitor the numbers to ensure we are making the best public health decisions of the New York uh, people. I can't read the rest because the athletic is, you know, greedy and they want money for me to subscribe. <laughs> and I'm not doing that. Um, well, basically, because from from what it seemed like, it was like he's still ain't gonna be able to play. I don't know if because he's not vaccinated or well, it's clear because he's not vaccinated, but it's something else within it too. Uh, 
Yeah, and I was just sad. I'm like, no, no I, I want to see him. Like, I, I want to see him play. Yeah, it sucks because, I mean, you know, like, first of all, I, I want to see the full, the full Brooklyn team in the playoffs. <laughs> I want to see my full strength. And I have to watch him play a series where Kyrie's only able to play cer- certain games. Uh, that's just like, um, and I hope I hope eventually there's just something that's going to allow Kyrie to play. So, but until then, we're not going to be able to see Kyrie play. So, you know, hey, free Kyrie till it's backwards. <laughs> it's going to take a minute. We might not see it at all, but you know, I'm hoping yeah. the best for Kyrie. Hopefully, I get to see him play every game now. But right as a right as a as a right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way Woj and Shams were reported, because that's when I first heard the news. I'm like, it made no sense because it was like, well, well, Sean basically said what I said that you know, Kyrie, the, the mandate is lifting, but Kyrie still isn't going to be able to play because of the private sector or whatever. Um, and then Woj, then I read Woj's tweet, and he was like, yeah, the private sector is still the thing, blah, blah, blah. But this, that, and the third, and I wasn't really comprehending what Woj was saying. I comprehended better what, what uh, Sean was saying and everything. I'm just like, Okay, I'm just waiting for somebody to act, like actually give me like the full full details. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to see him play with like Ben Simmons and Kyrie. Ir- I mean, Ben Simmons and Kevin Durant more uh, at home, uh, especially during the playoffs, because you know that's when that's when that's when everybody's tuning in. That's when you know basketball is more a little bit more important than the regular season. Also, and it's got it's got to feel weird when like you know like first of all you guys traded for a star, you know a big you guys traded for a big player a big name a star. Uh, and and like you come into the team and it's like okay I got Kyrie on my team and then it's like oh I but you're gonna be playing like oh I play a game this night and then and then a couple nights later I don't have him and then but yeah oh, and I then have, you get blue ball because you're like because you're like oh man they lifted nope it's not lifted for Kyrie like I, I would hate to have a two game stretch where I have no Kyrie and then I have a <laughs> one game stretch where I do have Kyrie uh it's just like I don't like that. And especially when, like, like I said, you're tra- you training for a big, a big name player like that, that that's supposed to be such a big impact towards your team. It's gonna take a minute for the team to get that chemistry and get you know, b- you know, build that rhythm and that get get their, you know, get their footing. That like, because when you don't have your, when you don't have that player like playing yeah. every game with you guys, like, you playing with each other. Uh, ben Simmons and Kyrie are not. Ben Simmons and Kevin Durant and Kyrie are not used to playing with each other. Ben Simmons and Kevin is not used to playing with each other. So. It just kind of sucks with the chemistry stuff, especially in the playoffs when, you know, especially because this team hasn't fully built chemistry right now and the playoffs are starting in about a month um, because they started like mid-April and I believe it's what, 22 more games, 20 something more games left for most teams. Uh, But let's say Benson missed the next probably like Six games, four games at most. Uh, well, six games at most by four games at least, in my opinion. Uh, Kevin Durant misses maybe like what half of March. Uh, don't don't really know his timetable for return. I know it was like six to eight weeks, but I don't know how long it's really been since he got injured. But uh, it's tough because like like let's say they only have a couple games left to 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 play with each other. The big three. And, you know, to get to the playoffs, their chemistry is like all skewed because they only played away games with Kyrie. Um, you know, during the playoffs, you know, it's two home, two away. Then it's 
a home away home, depending on the seating. It might it might be a two away to home away home away. So you know, I you know it, it's 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 sex for chemistry reasons like yeah. that. Hopefully something happens. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like to get my hopes on like something is. Uh, but yeah, once you get to the playoffs and your team, that's kind of like, oh, you're missing your. You're missing. What's understand? Like Kyrie's the point guard. That's the most important position. Like, yeah. To have a do like that, play some games and then not have to play and then not play, or play some games and not play other games, especially in the playoffs. That's gonna hurt really bad, especially when you're playing a team that's like. Uh, already so mad. Like the Bucks are just a team that's running it back. They 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 play with each other in the playoffs. They have they have so much experience. They want a championship with each other. Like yeah, or the Heat that have like multiple defenders like Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Kyle Lowry and PJ Tucker. And then you got then you got the Sixers over here. <clears throat> that, that that even though they, these their dynamic duos only play two games with each other, it looks like they've been playing two hundred games with each other already. So, uh, like it's it, it's going to be rough. But we'll see how we'll see how it plays out. Um, I'm just hoping that it, that it's, it's something gets uh, resolved with, with it. Um, but I yeah, can't. Say I mean, you remember that, that fine thing that popped up? Uh, you remember that fine thing that popped up like a little bit earlier this season, where it's like, you know, oh, uh, Kyrie could play home games if if the Brooklyn Nets want to pay fines. Like, I believe the first two game, the first game is a warning. Second game is like five thousand. Third game is like five thousand. After that, it's um, it's like. It's like you know, however much the the city or state of New York want to find you. Yeah. Ah, uh, Steve, is that all for this episode? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a short episode, I guess. Not much to talk about so yeah. far. You know, we just we went just back from All Star break. Pretty much talking about situations of a lot of players. Um, or the new situations, or whatever, whatever it may be. Talk about Zion, yeah, Kyrie, Harden, like, hey, yeah, just just some just some simple stuff for our first game back. Uh, by the way, uh, Marcus Cousins dropped nineteen six and eight to nine for the Nuggets in a win. Huh? I promise you, I ain't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Which I believe now is since they beat the Blazers tonight. That makes the Pelicans a one game back now behind the Trailblazers for the play in spot. The 10th seed. What is what that would be? Uh, anything else you want to say, Castees? Uh, not really. I appreciate y'all for listening. But... Yep, appreciate y'all listening. Uh, five star review on every platform you can review on. You can now review on Spotify if you don't know. Well, now you know. Uh, you can ask. You can ask these. Is my ad on Twitter is at Jalen underscore Antonio one. That's Jalen with no Y, just the A L E. Yeah. Um, and so I come at y'all with a new episode maybe sometime later this week is when this episode is going to be out because it's going to be like Monday, Tuesday. Uh, so probably like later this week, maybe the week after. Um, but until next time, we'll talk to y'all later. Peace.